Let's go. Starting off Black History Month with this classic groove right here. Episode 96. We back. Crazy. Got me over here singing right now. What's going on? Right on. That's what they used to say back in the day. Right on, brother. try to dunk that yeah we back you got it episode 96 starting off this black history month with that classic groove uh i really was going to go with another song for real oh my goodness Ubre! i was really going to play another jam another uh throwback but we'll hold off on it for right now but yeah right now we got to start bringing back the old slang calling people jive turkeys and and right on and we got to start bringing that slang back man i gotta i gotta tap into the uh i guess that's what 70s 60s 70s slang and, and what they used to say back in the day because you know things usually go in cycles so at some point those uh those phrases and 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 uh, old 70s slang is going to come back. It's going to get used again. Just like when people used to have the boxes back in the early 90s and, and the high top fades. And and then they came back and then they went to the 
tight clothes and the baggy jeans, and now it's back to tight clothes again. But things go in cycles, so don't be surprised if you hear people saying right on and you jive turkey again in a couple years. It's only a matter of time. But yeah, you got it. Episode 96. We right back at you. A uh, couple things going on, but we ain't really we ain't really going to get into too much. I'm sitting here watching Philly versus Utah right now on TNT. And Maxie is going crazy. Like, he, he's going crazy right now. Philly playing without Embiid, unfortunately. Uh, appears he suffered a lateral meniscus injury in his left knee when Jonathan Kaminga fell on his leg Tuesday night. He's going to miss the rest of the weekend. And we'll see when he comes back. So there's a little bit of uncertainty for when he's going to be there, but I guess they're going to uh, revisit you know, his timetable in a couple of days. And, you know, this this kind of comes, this this NB injury comes after everybody was talking about, uh, well, of course he missed a game against Denver. And everybody was saying, oh, he's not hurt. And he just didn't want to go against Jokic and Denver and blah, 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 blah. I don't know. I mean, if anybody thinks that Joel Embiid is ducking Jokic, they have got another thing coming. That's all I'm going to say about that. But um, so so I say all that to say that he was hurt. That's why he didn't play. He's not he's not like avoiding playing Jokic. Like that's not I, I doubt that he dominates Jokic anyway. But that's not that's not what I want to talk about. Um, I do kind of want to get into what people keep saying about the the sixty five games rule, where if you you know don't play in at least sixty five games, you can no longer consider for any postseason awards. And there's been some some debate going on about that and whether, you know, it's right or wrong. And um and I, I guess my, my take on the situation is that if you can play, you should play. If you are hurt and you can't play, then you shouldn't play. Like that's that's I don't really know how else to, to kind of look at it. I mean, as far as like load management and sitting out games because you are trying to avoid getting hurt. Um, I mean, I understand that for the long term for your career and I understand that for, you know, for health, but you also have paying fans and, you know, um, that are people that are coming from miles away to come see a game. Matter of fact, there was a sign, I think at a Detroit Pistons game where somebody came from like Japan or something to come see Killian Hayes. And I'm thinking Killian Hayes, but that just goes to show you, you just never know who, who is a fan of who. Killian Hayes is not like a top of the line star, but he has fans. <clears throat> and, you know, you come from another country to come see a player play, of course you want to see him play. So, I mean, that's just really that's really my take on it. Now, as far as, you know, having to play 65 games in order to get an award, I think it depends on the injury. Should you be still eligible for the MVP award if you don't play in 65 games? Yes, you should be. Now, now if you miss, now if you only play like 30 or something, all right, that's a different story. But if you play 50, 45 to 50 games, which is more than half the season, then yes, you should still be eligible for a postseason award. I understand, you know, they're trying to make players play more often, and it, and it's for the, the brand and, and for the logo. I understand that completely, but. If some people are hurt or, or if they have a, a tweak or something, you can't really force them into the game. <clears throat> because what happens is that when you are trying to avoid getting hurt, that is when you get hurt. That that's that's the biggest thing. You know, so if you have a, a bad ankle or or a bad knee or or something of that nature, and I'm I keep using leg injuries because that's, you know, for the most part. That's what's going to keep you out the game. But when you try to overcompensate for for that pain on that whatever injured side it is, that's when you really end up getting hurt for real. So, you know, wishing wishing Embiid a speedy recovery. Of course, as him to me, the second best player in the league. We need him as soon. You know, we need him back as soon as possible. As a fan of the league of the game, we want Embiid back 
as soon as possible. So, with that being said, though, Tyrese Maxey is balling out right now. He He's looking good. So, um, and, and the worst part about Maxey is that, is that he... He really is a a go to player, but with Embiid on the team, he's not. He's always going to be the second option. But I do believe that Tyrese Maxey can be like the number one on the team. I, I feel I feel that way. I feel like he has that that demeanor. He has that in his game, like that's in his bag. I feel like he has number one in his bag. Like, and, and congrats to him for making the All Star team, All Star reserve for the Eastern Conference. They did name the reserve today. Of course, I, I, I'm happy Maxie made it. He well deserved. Julius Randle from the Knicks made it on the. Well, this is all East right now. Julius Randle made it from the Knicks. Not really no complaint there. Um, Donovan Mitchell, of course, he's a baller. Jalen Brunson, happy for Jalen Brunson. Well deserved. Some people thought he should have been a starter. I don't think he should have been a starter, but he's been balling lately. I think he might have had 40 tonight. And the Knicks been playing some good ball lately, too. The Knicks, I think they didn't win like seven or eight in a row. They've been playing some good ball. Jalen Brown uh, from the Celtics. Uh, Bam Adebayo. Definitely always, you know, a fan of Bam for sure. And this is who I'm really excited to see. Paolo Bancaro. That's who I'm excited to see. Because I feel like with Bancaro, his talent is elite. I would put, I think when, when Ben Carroll was coming into the league, I compared his offensive repertoire to that of Jason Tatum. I believe he has that ceiling. Is that he can get to a Tatum, a Tatum level. Maybe even, maybe even a little bit higher. They're kind of about the same size, but I think Ben Carroll's a little bit more stocky, so to speak. Pause, extra pause on that. But, yeah, I, th- I just feel like Ben Carroll. I mean, I think he's he's a he's a dog, man. He's talented. He could do it all. He'll post you. He could drive you. He could pull up. I mean, he he definitely okay. Marking him with the tip in, fifty four, uh, fifty one. Philly over Utah. Colin Sexton. I I'm a, I'm definitely a Colin Sexton fan. Good tipping by marking it though. So I'm excited to see Ben Carroll in the All Star game. That that's for sure. Um, I am a little upset about Trey Young being snubbed. I'm not happy about that. Trey averaging like 27 and I think maybe eight or nine. He definitely should be an all-star. Like, I don't know who you take off. I think, well, since Randall's hurt, they probably should take Julius Randall off and put Trey, Trey on there. But other than that, Trey Young should be an all-star, hands down. And, and he has all-star type game. Like he's, you know, he's flashy. He has all that in him. So I, I would like to see Trey Young as an all-star. Um, on the West side, all-star reserves, we have Devin Booker, obvious choice. Should, you know, he should be a starter, but the starters are so stacked. I don't know where you put Booker at. Steph Curry, another obvious choice. Anthony Davis, obvious choice. I mean, the West, these choices are pretty easy to make. Um, wasn't really any snubs. Anthony Edwards could have been a starter. I mean, these are all dogs for real. Paul George could have been a starter. Kawhi Leonard could have been a starter. Or Anthony Towns. And Minnesota's playing good basketball. They are playing very good basketball. You cannot sleep on them. I believe they're first in the West. And I mean, Rudy Gobert, Anthony Edwards, Cat, they're playing good ball. They are playing very good ball right now. And I, man, I mean, do I see them win the championship? No, I'm not going to say that. I ain't going that far. But they should get out the first round, though. They should get out the first round. That, that's for sure. But, um, yeah, those, those are the reserves. And, you know, other than, other than Trey Young, man, I, I, I pretty much feel like they got it right. So I I got no complaints about the reserves right now. Uh, matter of fact, man, let's clap it up for the reserves too, man. Clap it up for the we'll reserves. We make it clap. We we'll make it clap. 
definitely excited about the the, uh, the skills contest. And they just announced that Steph Curry is going to be having a three-point shootout with uh, Sabrina um, from the Liberty, who holds the actual record for most three-pointers made in the contest. So I'm definitely excited to see that as well, All-Star Weekend. Um, so, yeah, we're looking forward. I mean, we got some, you know, that's going to be all right. Uh, earlier game tonight was really a surprise. Uh, Lakers, no AD, no LeBron. They go into Boston where they've only lost one game and beat Boston 114-105. Austin Reeves, 32 points. I must say that that Austin Reeves that I've seen, I haven't really seen too much of that Austin Reeves, but he was balling. He was balling. I mean, that ain't, you know, seven threes. I mean, what can I say, man? I mean, I still feel he's a defensive liability. Okay, Pat Bev. Pat Bev knocking down the triple. I still think he's a defensive liability, but if he plays like that, you know, not too much you can say. Not too much you can say about him. Don't really know what was going on with AD and LeBron, but for them to both sit out, at the same time, it's very rare. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, 16 points, 14 assists, 8 rebounds. Jackson Hayes, 16 points, 10 rebounds. And I feel like Jackson Hayes should be getting some more burn. Because I think he could put AD to the four, and it kind of changes the dynamics. And Jackson Hayes, he got, he got hard fouls to use. That's another thing about him. Um, Vanderbilt didn't finish the game, but he had 10.7 rebounds, 3 steals. Big win for the Lakers. Big, very big win. Boston, don't really know what happened to them. But, you know, I, I'm not really too worried about Boston. I mean, at the end of the day, they're going to finish either one or two in the East. I, anything lower than that, I doubt it. But they'll finish top two in the East, hands down. Tatum had 23 points for the Celtics. And... You know, they've lost three of the last five at home after starting out 20-0. and 0. But, again, I'm not worried about Boston. So, ain't really, ain't really too much to say. But the Lakers, man, they came in there and fought. You know, and, if, and, and Boston, them, you know, kind of laying down and rolling over with no AD. And Braun in the game, I understand it's, you know, it's kind of early. You know, it ain't after the All-Star break, so I guess the, the sense of urgency is not all the way there. But not a good loss. Not a good loss for Boston. Not at all. Uh, what else do we got going on? Sports wise, uh, they did. They had um, the Pro Bowl skills. I didn't really see it, so I'm about to catch the replay. But they did some Pro Bowl skills uh, competition earlier, and I seen Ryan Clark interviewing the Mannings, Eli and Peyton. So I definitely got to catch you know the highlights of that because I did not see it. I was actually watching um, Lakers game, so I did not really see it. But I know it happened, and. Kind of like staying on football. Taylor Swift. And I know this is this is actually not football. This is actually not football. But I got to bring it up because I'm over it already. The whole Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl thing is, is annoying me right now. It, like it's really, really annoying me. And I'm not happy about it, man. And it's making me run a route against the Chiefs. And I don't want to root against Patrick Mahomes. I don't want to do that. But this whole Taylor Swift, and now they saying Taylor Swift is, you know, batting, is trying to get Taylor Swift to, you know, to endorse him. And, I mean, just the whole, I mean, this is getting out of control. Then I had Unk, oh, Unk, come on, Unk. I don't know why Unk went on nightcap, you know, and was talking to Ocho Cinco, and if you know what I'm talking about, Uncle, I'm talking about Shannon Short, and had the audacity, the, the unmitigated gall, to say that Beyonce don't move the needle like Taylor Swift. Come on, Uncle. And I usually, I'm usually with Uncle on most of the things that he says, 
But that ain't it, man. That ain't it. Everybody knows that most of Taylor Swift's fans are either young or, for lack of a better word, Caucasian. And with Beyonce, everybody loves Beyonce. It's not it's not black. It's it's not just black people that love Beyonce. It's not just white people that love Beyonce. It's it's everybody. Black, white, Asians, Hispanics, Mexicans, like everybody loves Beyonce. And when you think, I mean, and and, and it's another thing. If you ask somebody, any random person on the street to name three to five Beyonce songs, they'll run them off in a second. It doesn't matter who you ask. I know for a fact, if you walk up to any random person on the street and ask them to name three to five Taylor Swift songs, they're going to say no. They're not going to know any. I can't name one Taylor Swift song. Not one. So, you know, I just don't, I don't know where Uncle's going with that, man. But I just, I just want the NFL, Roger Goodell, to limit the Taylor Swift talk and keep the game, keep, keep the focus on the game. What we have are two teams that were in the Super Bowl, what, two years ago, three years ago? We have a rematch of that. We have uh, Patrick Mahomes, generational talent at quarterback. Travis Kelsey, generational talent at tight end. Christian McCaffrey, generational talent at running back. Debo Samuels, 19 problems, generational talent at receiver. Trent Williams, generational talent at the offensive line. Um, I mean, we, I mean, there's, I mean, we just got play, there's players. This is a like this is a big time game. There are a lot of other things to talk about, rather than other than. Taylor Swift being able to make it to the game. They actually had the nerve to put out the, the flight schedule and the time in which she could get there and if, whether or not she's going to be able to get to the game on time or not. And all this with time her concert ends and she's coming from Japan or China or whatever, this, that, and the third. Come on, we're not doing that, NFL. We're not doing that. Like, we are not doing that. So that's all I'm asking. Can we just, oh, Maxi, that's tough. Can we just limit? The Taylor Swift uh, talk in regards to her in the Super Bowl. I just, I just, I, I'm over it. I'm over it. And another thing about this too is I could see the NFL. I could see what they're trying to do. If they had a chance to replace Usher with Taylor Swift, they would probably do it. I'm glad they don't, but they would probably do it. Speaking of Usher, he put out his um, track list for his upcoming album. And again, I'm excited about the I'm excited about the halftime show. And I better not see I better not see a swag surfing Taylor Swift on the screen during the, the halftime show of Usher. I better not see it. Like I bet I better not see it. Like that that halftime. Oh, marking in baseline with the bang. Okay, Markinen was an all-star last year. He didn't make it this year, but he, he still, he could go. I wouldn't sound, mind seeing Markinen in another uniform other than Utah because I feel like in Utah, he's not really getting his his just due. Uh, a different market, if he was in, I don't know, man. Another market, maybe the Clippers or something. Maybe he could be the other piece for the Knicks, potentially. Because the Knicks still need another piece. They need one more piece. What they got is not enough. Okay, Sexton, young bull. Young bull. But yeah, I, be- I better not see a, a, a Taylor Swift sighting during Usher's performance. I, I don't want to see it. So, um, Maxi again, pull up. 71-61. Going into... Did they call foul right there? Yes, they did call foul. Oh, not a shooting foul. Pat Bev always be looking around like he'll never touch nobody. <laughs> Pat Bev is the funniest, but Pat Bev is a player that if he's on your team, you love him. If he's on the opposing team, you hate him. I mean, that was clearly a foul. That's that's for sure. And he is he getting? I think Clarkson is getting three shots. 
Oh, no, no, no. It's on the floor. Okay. But, yeah, that. so that's all we got sports-wise, man. I don't think there's anything else I really want to get into other than um, just making sure we keep, you know, we keep the coverage. Just keep the, the Super Bowl coverage on the actual game. That's all I'm asking. That is all I'm asking. I do not want to see anything else about Taylor Swift the rest of the time during the Super Bowl coverage. So, uh, I got nothing else for sports just for today other than, oh, you know what? We got to talk about Doc Rivers, too. Doc Rivers 0-2 as a coach so far for the Bucks. Um, averaging less points than when they had Adrian Griffin. And I just want Milwaukee. I just look, Milwaukee, I got who y'all wanted. Y'all better start playing hard. Y'all better start playing hard and figuring it out. Because they spoiled Dane, you know, the Blazers uh, spoiled Dane's return to Portland yesterday. Milwaukee didn't get the job done. And I never want to see Brooke Lopez shooting a, a three-pointer off the dribble with the game on the line. I never want to see that. You have so many other people to shoot the ball. Lillard, Giannis, Middleton. Bobby Portis, uh, Beasley. You got a lot of other people to shoot the ball from three. Brooke Lopez, if you get a set shot three, no problem. If I, I don't want to see you dribbling and shooting a three. That's not in your bag. That's not in your bag at all. That's nowhere in your bag. Okay, so, uh, yeah, so, I, so the, hey, Doc Rivers, the light is on you right now. And and more so, the light is on Giannis. Actually, it's more so on Giannis because if Giannis is, is, is you know, as he he stated that he did love Adrian Griffin, and you know, he didn't really fully make the decision. He might not have, but at the end of the day, you better play, and y'all better make it to at least a conference championship after getting rid of this man with a thirty and thirteen record. Y'all better make it to at least the Eastern Conference Championship. At least minimal. Y'all go out before that. It's not long. It's not gonna look good on the organization. It's really not gonna look good on Doc Rivers. Although Doc Rivers did kind of, he did kind of shoot himself some bail by saying, "This is I wouldn't wish this job on anybody." So he did kind of shoot himself some bail. And they're showing it. Okay, they're showing a Sonic commercial right now. Where there's a peanut butter burger, peanut butter bacon burger. That's got to be the nastiest thing. I've ever seen. Who thinks about putting peanut butter on a burger? That's disgusting. I, like that's literally disgusting. Um, kind of getting out of this right now. Let's transition over to this no no of the week. Uh, this no no of the week is going to the Barb's, and I don't know if part of this no no is going to Nikki or not, but I guess it is. So. We all know that there's, uh, you know, the feud going on between Nikki and Meg. Well, not a few, but just, you know, some some rap beef going on between Nikki and Meg. And apparently, Meg, well, Meg's mother has passed away. Apparently, um, her mother's funeral or grave site has been leaked. And it's due to the barbs. And the cemetery had notified police. And they had to boost security near Megan's mom's gravesite amid the Nikki beef. Now, this is coming from the jasminebrand.com. I got this story, uh, uh, you know, from Jasmine Brand. And this is disgusting behavior. Like, I mean, like this, this is very disgusting behavior. We're talking about a rap beef where people are bringing into the rap beef Megan Thee Stallion's mother. Yeah, and what, like, in what world are we bringing up deceased people? Like, not saying you're not supposed to bring that up and in, in, in when you know when you're lip boxing and, and you're you know you're spitting bars back and forth. It's it's kind of like a no holds bar type of thing. 
at least as far as on wax. But as far as like showing up to somebody's gravesite and needing extra security, that's out of pocket. Like that, that like that's ridiculous. I wish that upon nobody. You know, but the fact that they had to be on high alert is ridiculous. And the extra precautions they come after some of Nikki's barbs first leaked the location of the site on social media. And it was encouraging others to go and desecrate, you know, the grave site to get back at Megan for her diss. Like, come on, that's just taking it too, too far. You know, I mean, now Nikki did take it far by, you know, bringing up, you know, Megan's, you know, uh, deceased mother on on Twitter. So when she says that on Twitter, then of course the bar of state that, you know what I mean? It's fair game after that. And it's just like, that's just taking it too far. You know what I mean? And and how far is too far in a rap beef? We never really know. As long as it stays on wax. But once it goes off of that and, and it goes to a whole other situation where, where you're leaking people's stuff online. And that's the scary part about social media. That's the scary part about social media. If you get the wrong person mad or you... um. You know, just rub. Yeah, if you just yeah, if you get the wrong person mad, rub them the wrong way. Next thing you know, your phone number is out there, leaked nudes, uh, leaked videos. Okay, Sexton with the full court drive. Seventy one sixty eight Philly. Yeah, the, the, all types of stuff starts getting leaked, and you just I mean, and that's the scary part about social media, man. And and the Barb's, they're a strong army. The Barb's are a strong army. They are deep. A lot of people do not want any smoke with the Barb's. They don't. I don't want no smoke with the barbs. But this no no is for y'all, man. I'm sorry, it is. And I'm not giving Nikki a... She's getting like a small inkling of this no-no. Like, she gets a, a small percentage of this no-no. Because she kind of brought it up. She put the battery in the backs of the barbs by bringing up the situation to begin with. But... Yeah, Barb's. Y'all taking it too far, man. And you know, the Beehive, the Barb's, Rihanna's Navy. I mean, there's there's a couple fan, you know, fan groups out here that you know you don't want any smoke with. But I know the Beehive ain't doing that. I know the Navy ain't doing this. I I, I mean they they're not known for this type of behavior, but the Barb's, nah, they go hard. And for that reason, man, for for just taking it too far, Barb's, this no no goes for you, man. I can't go for that, man. I, I just can't. Yeah, man, that that's just something we just can't go for, man. We not. I'm. I, I can't. I can't. I can't get behind something like that. That type of behavior is just. It's just crazy to me. It really is, man. Um, speaking of, um, you know, the no-no, next no-no, I got a surprise for y'all. Next no-no, I got a surprise for y'all. Y'all going to like it. But next no-no, we got a surprise. Uh, kind of staying, you know, with, with entertainment and with Meg. I don't know how old this story is, nor do I know how official it is. But apparently, Wack 100, Blueface's manager, um, I forget what, what, I think he was on the spaces or something to that effect, and claims that there is a Chinese lady that was following Meg and Tori and says there's a video. And the video was kept out of court. I don't know why, but there's some sort of, you know, footage that apparently a Chinese lady had that they were not allowed to use. Okay, he was on Clubhouse Wednesday. While on the live platform, Wack claimed that there was an Asian girl present on the night of the shooting who allegedly took a video of the incident. 
The video, according to WAC 100, was suppressed in court, and he claims that it's so damaging to the Houston hottie that will effectively end her career. WAC goes on to say, when the video comes out that DA tried to suppress that my legal is now involved in, there will be no more Megan Thee Stallion. When the video comes out from the little Asian girl that followed them from the time she saw them get out the car that the DA tried to suppress, Shout out to the private investigators. I want to see what Megan Thee Stallion fans are going to say then. That's that's a, that's heavy talk right there. That's heavy talk right there. Whack. I mean, if the if the tape did exist, why would it not be like why would it not be allowed in court? So that that's the thing that I don't understand. If you're Tory's lawyers, why would you not get that tape played? I, I just don't understand that. And that's kind of where it's just a little confusing at. And here, here's whack right here. That the DA tried to suppress that my legal was now involved in, there will not be a no more Meg Stallion. Oh, the appeal is coming. When the video comes out, from the little Asian girl that followed them from the time they saw him arguing in the car, that the DA tried to suppress and threaten their family with all kind of other shit. Shout out to the private investigators. I want to see what the Magistrate fans are going to say then. I want to see are y'all going to counsel her for lying and putting that black man in jail. We're going to see. I mean, if she's. I mean that's that's coming out of Wax's mouth. Wax, he seemed like a stand-up guy. He seemed like a stand-up individual. I don't really take him for someone to just be fabricating stories, but that's heavy information right there. That's really heavy. Now I've always kind of been on the side of I don't think that Meg or I don't think that Tory shot Meg, but that's just my personal opinion. But if there's video footage and it comes out, man, that's going that's going to change a lot of things. That's going to change a lot. It's going to prove a lot of theories correct. So I'm not sure if, you know, I'm not sure if Meg is, or if, if Wack is trying to like kind of stun on Meg. She's having a good week right now. I don't really know, but that's a, that's a bold accusation. That's a very bold accusation. We will see uh, what comes from this situation and from that statement from Wack. But I, I'm I'm locked in. I'm locked in because I feel like Tory's in jail for no reason. I've been kind of I've stayed firm on my stance about me not thinking that Tory shot Meg and that he's in jail for no reason. So I'm I'm gonna still stand firm on it. I'm I'm definitely standing on business when it comes to that. But Wack putting out this statement, and if you're whoever the Asian girl is with the video, man. I know you probably in hiding right now. More than likely, you don't want to, you know what I mean? You don't want anybody contacting you about that video. Where is that video? That video, it's like it's like Proctor when uh Proctor had the tape uh about Ghost on Tommy. And he had it hit and he hit it in the locker and gave and gave the uh and gave the USB cord to uh Elisa Marie. Like that's it's like that type of deal. That's probably how she's hiding right now. So we'll we'll kind of see what happens with that moving forward. Um, but yeah, man, that's that's just kind of crazy, man. That's definitely kind of crazy. But, um, but that audio, man, that audio is, is gonna be making waves. It's gonna be making waves very soon. Probably the next couple of days, we'll hear a lot more about that. Um, staying kind of like on that audio tip. Of course, it's been a good week for Jess Hilarious, uh, being you know announced as the third, or as the you know the third co-host of the Breakfast Club. Um, and it's it's been a good week for for Jess. You know, she was on I think Celebrity Squares as well. And um, you know, we definitely we definitely you know applaud Jess. And it got me it got it kind of got me to thinking about like. Just being younger, she's definitely one of the, you know, up and coming, you know, media personalities, radio personalities. 
as far as on the female side. But who like what's the who are the next generation? Like what's the next generation of male media personalities? Like who is that? Of course we know Envy, Charlemagne, we know those are, you know what I mean? Those are definitely the top. Um Elliot, you know, Wilson, Joe Button. I mean, you know, we, we are we know those people right there. We know them. But who's the new school? Like who like if, if let's just say Charlemagne decided he wanted to retire or something, or Envy wanted to retire or, or go somewhere else and you know what I mean? Who who knows? This is all speculation. I'm just kind of throwing a scenario out there. Who would be filling their seat? Who would be the next male in line to fill that seat? And I was thinking, I'm like, man, I, that's really, you know what I mean? Like, I'm really, like, kind of trying to figure that out. You know, we have the, the streamers. Um, of course, we have Cats and that. He's not really so much a personality, but he is used to talking a lot in front of people on camera. Would he be a good fit? To, do you know what I mean? Is, is, is he in the top five of new personalities? I don't really have a top five list. I'm just, you know, kind of putting it out there. We have Drewski, who shot his video, standing on business today uh, in Atlanta. Shout out to Drewski. Could have been records. He's definitely goaded. But is he suited to be on a microphone? He's definitely funny. He's definitely witty. But is he suited to be a media personality, radio personality? Uh, we have Ack. I think Ack is definitely you know part of new school. These are academics. As messy as he is, you know, and but Ack is. I mean, he's good at what he does, but he's he's extremely messy, extremely messy. Um, so I think Ack is definitely up there. Flip. I think Queens Flip is 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 definitely dope. I think he's definitely dope. I think Joe is 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 lucky to have Flip on the pot, for real. But you could definitely you could definitely put Flip up there. Um, trying to think of who else, man. Like who else? Um, Speedy from Complex. I think Speedy's pretty dope. I mean, he got some some viral moments. Um, I think the whole '85 South crew is definitely would definitely be on that list. DC Young Fly, Carlos Chico, those three would definitely be on that list. So I think I would have to put them up at the top of that list. I think I'd have to put them at the top of that list. I think I put Flip. I think after that, I put Ack after that. And then I'd probably put Drewski and Cass somewhere or you know, somewhere in that that realm. Um Yeah, I think but but you know, I mean, yeah, I need y'all to let me know. Like who do y'all think is the next wave of of male personality? We know who the women are. Like we, we already know who the women are. But who who's the next wave of male personalities that if it was to be something where, you know what I mean, somebody had to fill that seat, who do you think it would be? But I like, I like, oh yeah, I definitely, I think 85 South is definitely, yeah, they're definitely super dope. Super duper dope, man. And they got, they got, you know, great chemistry and what they do. Um. And I and I'm not I'm not putting Shannon Sharp in this in this category at all because he's he's older. I'm not putting Unc in this category. We're talking about young, you know what I mean? I guess under the age of thirty, I guess would be who I'm talking about. Young under the age of thirty. Although I think that Carlos and Chico are definitely over thirty. I know Carlos definitely is. I don't think DC Young Fly is, but uh, I'm not putting Nori in this category. I think Nori's solidified. He's not here. I'm not putting Joe in this category. Of course not. I'm not putting Joe, but yeah, man, those those are yeah, those are definitely that's. I mean, it's just yeah. So I'm just trying to give get some give me some feedback, give me some feedback on who you think the next wave of personalities is that's coming up. Um. So yeah, tap in. Let me know who you think, man. But yeah, shout out to Queens Flip though. Definitely for sure. Shout out to Queens Flip. Uh. Transitioning out of that, I do have a top five list for y'all. I do have a top five list. I was not, I was not going to do it until next week, but I kind of want to get ahead of the game and kind of put this list out here right now. And what we have is a top five list of places to go 
when you are single on Valentine's Day. Okay, top five list of outings for single people on Valentine's Day. So that's my top five list. That's what we got going on. And I got a tie for number five. For number five, I got a tie, and that would be a concert and sporting event. I couldn't really decide which one I would want to go, you know, I want to do. But I definitely feel that, like, either one of those is a single person. You can't really go wrong, man. You can vibe out at a concert. There might be other single people at a concert vibing out. It's always, you know, good times. Um, music always definitely, you know, you can always bond with music. And you might be able to find a date. You might be able to you might be able to pick up a date at a concert. You go to a sporting event, you might have a good seat. You might be, you know, you might be a, a fan. You might be the same fans of a team, and you might be able to spark conversation up like that way. That's also another. Um, I so I got that coming at number five. Concert sporting event coming in at number five. Okay, coming in at number four. Now this, I was a little confused about this. I wasn't really sure, but um, yeah, coming in at number four. So I, this is this is actually going to be very tough. But coming in at number four, I have a comedy club. I feel like a comedy club is is a very good place to meet other single people. Now, granted, on Valentine's Day, you might get more couples at the comedy club. But if you do go to a comedy club and you are single. And you do see other single people there, more than likely, that's a good place to bond. Laughing is good for the soul. There's nothing wrong with laughing. You might be able to laugh. They always say a woman always say that a man what's the what's the phrase? That a uh you might be able to laugh a woman right out right out of her drawers or something to that effect. You know, a funny man is always you know, so that that's always been a, a phrase that people use. And I feel like, you know, going to a comedy show on Valentine's Day as a single man, you might be able to come up. You know, they got the drinks already flowing. You got the laughter flowing. You might get, you know, you might sit next to somebody that's already single. And you might be able to, you know, catch a vibe somehow like that. You know what I mean? And then after the show, it usually ends early. You might be able to, you know, you might be able to go out to another, another outing. You might be able to go to a club or something to that effect. So I got that coming in at number four. Coming in at number three, we have the spa slash salon. Okay. I feel like if you're single on Valentine's Day and you want to have a self-care day and just kind of, you know, treat yourself and love on yourself, a spa is a great place to go. There's nothing wrong with going to the spa on the Valentine's Day by yourself. That's a good place to go. Salon, get your nails done, get your hairs done. Uh, for men, go to the barber shop. You know, get your cut. Um, any type of anything that affect going to get a massage. All that falls under the category of spa salon. Those are some of the best things to do on Valentine's Day. Is you know, love on yourself. You know, you know, you don't got nobody to love. You don't got nobody loving on you. You can always self-love is always the best love. And what better, what better way to love on yourself than to pamper yourself and go have a, you know, go have a me day is what they call it, a me day. Jordan Clarkson, what a shot! This game is going back and forth. Eighty-three, eighty-two, Utah uh, finally got the lead. Against Philly, again Philly without Embiid, it's gonna be tough to beat Utah in Utah without Embiid. But we'll see. I mean, if anybody's going, you know, if anybody's going, kind of help him get it done. Of course, Maxie's going ball, but Tobias Harris got to step up too. Tobias Harris got to step up. He got twenty two points, eleven to eighteen right now from the field, so he's kind of doing his part. But when you without the MVP of the league, that's basically thirty points and what twenty rebounds. 35 points, 20, maybe 15 to 20 rebounds. Tyrese Maxey playing bully ball. Tyrese Maxey playing bully, the all-star playing bully ball. Yeah, so that's, that's what I have coming in at number three. Coming in at number two, I have the club or lounge. 
Cigar Bar. Any of those. Coming in at number two, I have Club, Lounge, Cigar Bar. Oh, my goodness. That right to... Oh, okay. About to say, if you hit him with that right to left off that screen, don't go underneath that screen against Maxi. But, yes, coming in at number... At number two, we have the Club Lounge. You can never go wrong going to the club on, on Valentine's Day as a single man. Because most of the time, the people that are in the club are single. So if you're a little bit older or you're looking for a different vibe and it's not so much crowded, Cigar Lounge, Cigar Bar, to that effect, uh, you know, jazz spots, um, some R&B nights. I believe they have, a, you know, you know what they have here on Valentine's Day that I just kind of found out about is an R&B night on Valentine's Day, which is going to probably be, that's going to probably be all right. Now, it's going to be a lot of lovey-dovey in there. Definitely going to be a lot of lovey-dovey in there. Um, and currently, I don't have a date, so I probably am not going to go. But if I did, that's where I would be going. Because who don't like who don't like a good 90s R&B night? But that's that's you know that's nothing wrong. That's a good place to go. That is a good place to go on Valentine's. Tyrese Maxey got thirty six points, thirteen to twenty one, six to eight from three. Yeah, he's going crazy tonight. First time All Star, he's going crazy tonight. But yeah, if you if you if you're looking for a space to go on Valentine's, yes, the club, lounge, cigar bar, great place to go. Nothing wrong with going there. You definitely get, you're definitely going to run into other singles. You'll meet other people who are obviously out to mingle, you know? So that is definitely high on the list. That's why I got that coming in at number two. That is extremely high on the list. And that type of outing. Now, and that's when you get, that's when you get your boys or your, you know, your girlfriends and y'all go out and, you know, you wingman it up and, and you, you know, you do this, that, that and third. And yeah, y'all go out and have some fun. You know, you go out and have some fun. And there's going to be a lot of other single people at those spots. So I got that coming in at number two. Coming in at number one, this kind of goes hand in hand. Coming in at number one is, is taking yourself to dinner, cooking dinner, or just being at home. Okay, so I, this is kind of like, it's kind of a wide range for number one. But a home-cooked meal, being at home, oh my goodness, Tyrese Maxey with the upper under lefty. Ooh. Ooh, switch hands. Yeah, but coming to number one, I have in the house, home-cooked meal. Oh my goodness, that's crazy. Nothing beats peace of mind. Knowing that you're not getting cheated on, knowing that nobody's running game on you. Tyrese Max up to 40 points right now. Knowing that nobody's running game on you, you in the house, you in your comfortable setting, you are, you are, again, take, having a self-care day, uh, except for you're just in the house. Now, you could also, you know, if you could also take yourself to dinner, that's also, I consider that also to be um, on the dinner aspect, you know, dinner and a movie, that's definitely up there on the list. That's all. This is all number one. All this stuff is like in the house type of thing. It could be dinner and a movie in the house, home cooked meal, dinner and a movie in the house. It could just be chilling in the house. It could be dinner and a movie outside the house, but you know, essentially that's still like a home setting type of atmosphere. I have that coming in at number one. Cause nothing beats that type of peace of mind, that type of calmness, and just real, you know, just enjoying your own company. Enjoying your own company. That's what that would be. Enjoying your own company. So that's my top five list of outings for single people on Valentine's Day. Coming in at number five, we have concert, sporting event. Coming in at number four, we have the comedy club. Coming in at number three. We have a spa salon. Um, coming in at number two, we have the club lounge. And coming in at number one, we have being in the house, home cooked meal, dinner vibes, relaxation vibes. We got that coming in at number one. 
And yeah, that's my top five list, man. That's what we got, man. That's what we rocking out with. So we and we I'm definitely gonna do a top five list of couples Valentine's outings. Um, but we'll save that for when we get a little bit closer to Valentine's Day. But um, yeah, so you we'll get another top five list of Valentine's Day. That's for sure. And we also gonna get into finances and dating, which is something they was talking about on Way Up with Ye today. How important are finances with dating? I don't really want to tap into that right now because I got a lot to say about that and I'm getting ready to close this episode out because I don't really want to extend it too long. But we definitely going to tap into that, man. There was some, some heavy talk about that. So we'll definitely tap into that. Um, other than that, I'm, I'm going to finish watching the rest of this game. Philly's up 93-88. We're going to close this episode out. And yeah, man, we're we getting close. we episode 96 right now. And it's like we get to that 100th episode. Man, it's it's going to be it's going to be crazy. It's definitely going to be crazy, but we're getting there, though. You know what I mean? We're definitely getting there. And it's coming faster than, than what I thought. It's definitely coming faster than what I thought, but. You know, again, I'm excited for the process. And I still haven't fully decided what I'm going to do for that 100th episode. But we're doing something, man. We're definitely going to do something. Other than that, hey, as you got it, episode 96. And we're getting out of here, man. I'm going to finish watching the rest of this game. Hasta la vista, Riva Derche. And we out of here. Jim. Happy Black History Month, man. Let's get it. Let's make it a great month this month. So don't try to sing this. Some drop science. Well, I'm dropping English, even if yellow makes it a cappella. I still express, yo, I don't smoke weed or sex. Cause it's known to give a brother brain damage. And brain damage on the mic don't manage nothing. Shout out Ice Cube, too. I better leave Ice Cube alone. Episode 96, man, it feels good, man. I can't even front, it feels good. We get into that 100. Once we get to 100, we go into season three. Express yourself. We might be going all old school jams for Black History Month. We might be going all old school jams. And the barbs, man, don't come after me, barbs. Please do not come after me. But y'all was wrong, man. Y'all was definitely wrong.
and the knowledge is growing just like a fetus or a tumor. But here's the rumor, Dre's in the neighborhood and he's up to no good. When I start expressing myself, yell a slam it, cause if I stay funky like this, I'm doing damage. I'm bringing back this old school slang too. I got knowledge and other suckers lack it. So when you see Dre, a DJ, on the mic, ask what it's like, it's like we're getting hyped tonight. Cause if a strike, it ain't for your good health. Tomorrow I'm calling somebody a jab turkey. Hey, we call somebody a jab turkey tomorrow. Man, we out of here, man. You got it, episode 96. Deuces.